But last week's message was, I can do all things through Christ Jesus, which strengthens me. And the topic was, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Well, the answer was, in Philippians 4, I can do all things. So anything that I, anything that he puts in my spirit, I can do all things through Christ Jesus, which strengthens me. Then he gave us another passage. He said, let the weak say I'm strong. Let the sick say I'm well. Come on. So if everything that we need is in our mouth. So why are we still stuck doing the same thing, going around the same mountains again? He told us, he's in the old book, he said, you've gone around this mountain long enough. We done etched our name in there. We got a heart in there with a cross in it. We didn't, we, this you established such and such. He said, come away from that. You've gone around this mountain long enough. I choose not to be sick. Oh, I feel what the knee is saying. I feel what the head is saying. I feel what the back is talking to me. I feel the stomach. I feel, oh, oh yeah, I feel you. But I choose not to listen to you this time. It's not what you know, but when you know it. I choose not to listen to what you are saying to me. Because you, we get all these voices in our ear that captures our, mount, our, our mind until we get concentrated on this hurt. That hurt. I don't have enough money. I don't have this, that, and other. Then we start speaking negative things over ourselves and we can't figure it out. Yes. How many times through the day you done said to yourself, they just make me sick and you end up sick before the day is over with. Every year around this time, oh, gee whiz, here come Thanksgiving. I can do Thanksgiving, but now Christmas is drawn out. I never have enough money to do what I want to do. And guess what? You never have enough money to do exactly what you said. He said death and life is in the power of of your tongue and they that speak are going to eat the fruits so you're going to get some type of fruit that's going to grow from what you say why don't you say oh they just make me so wealthy they just bless me every time and you know full well that boy that make you want to snap their head if you begin to just speak things if you just begin to speak what it don't look like you see what the object is they trying to take my job guess what they're gonna be trying to take your job keep saying that they'll take it we've been praying we started two years ago every hidden thing in the government every lie is gonna be uncovered guess what it's being uncovered if that will work with that and you have all power he's listen he said, when he stepped out of the grave, he said, I got all power in heaven and in earth and that in between. Then he turned around. He said, I'm going to give you power. Now, if you don't utilize your power, nothing will happen. That electrical plug in over there, that's a good thing. But if I don't plug anything into it, I'll get no power. But if I plug the wrong thing into it, I'm going to get some power. But it ain't going to be what it was intended for. You understand what I'm saying? It's not what you know, but when you know it. 
Now, we've heard old people say that, boy, if I could call back 30 or 40 years, and if I know now what I didn't know then. He said, it's not what you know, but when you know it. what, What did he tell Peter? He said, Peter, when you get saved, Wait a minute. This is this is let, let's let's back up. This this is the apostle. This is the apostle. And some people think that that Matthias was the apostle. No, they cast lots for him. But God chose Peter. You understand what I'm saying? Let's go back on the road when he knocked him off his beast. When he said, "Lord, who art thou?" Then he began to give him instructions to tell him who he was. My job was to get you off the beast. Then I'm going to send you to the next one, go down to Ananias' house. We want the whole ball of information at one time. He, but he began to tell him, he said, when Peter, they, they was out in the garden. And, and listen, he knew what we were before he called us. He knew what was in us before we got here. He knew who our parents was going to be. He knew what, what type of childhood we was going to lead. He knew all of this. But if you would just bring that to me and say, God, every negative thing that has happened from my mother's womb until now, I submit that to you. I give you permission to use this to get glory. He won't take anything from us. We got to give him permission. Use this for your glory. Well, how can we get glory out of rape? How can we get glory out of a death? How can we get glory out of a loss of a job, a loss of a home? How can we get glory out of a child gone lost and we don't know where they are? God can do all things. When we present the good news, which is the gospel, which is that living epistle, and people begin to read us. It's not what you know, but when you know it. He chose his disciples, and even then, he said, I know one of y'all is a thief. Well, uh, from our carnal mind and our natural mind, if I know you're a thief, you're not going to get to be the treasurer. You understand it makes no sense. If I already know that you're going to steal from me, why would I let you be the treasurer? I'm going to let you hold the money. They was not having a meeting. So, okay, how much money we got? And, and what did we pay out? They was not doing That's just only us. We, we, we need to have a meeting. I need to know what the deacons them and the pastor and them doing with all that money. I just gave them $2. What they do with that? And Judas in there is taking stuff and buying stuff. and doing. Well, I need to know what they're doing with all of that. He said, here, you take care of that. What was he saying to Judas? I recognize you. I know what you are. I know who you are. But come walk with me. And you don't have to stay what you are. When he called us out of our mess, out of our darkness, out of our self-righteousness, he said, I know what you are, but I'm looking at what you can be. You don't have to stay here. We got people that's been wounded when they was kids and can't move on. 
You still talking about what happened. I don't want to minimize the trauma, but at some point you got to dismount and move away. Let it go. They got this commercial. I'm telling you, the world knows. They got this commercial that's selling or something, and this woman has got this little rocking horse that her daughter had, and she kept saying, you're going to use it. She said, no, I'm not. She said, she takes a picture, and all of a sudden, I, I mean, it's a storm going on. A, it's a storm going on. It's a storm going on. Because she's trying to get her to do something that she knows she's never going to use it. Have you ever had people trying to talk you into something? You know full well God ain't called me to this and I'm not supposed to be over here. And they just create a storm to pressure you into doing what they want you to do. Yes. Jesus. She clicks it and this, that, another, next door. They, they, they take it and go on. And the storm ceases. Anytime you out of the will of God, there's going to be a storm. There's going to be some clouds. It's going to be some lightning. It's going to be some rain and lots of thunder because you're out of order and you're not in the house. Jesus. He tells Peter, he said, after Judas done betrayed him, the apostle that walked with him, and when they came out in the garden, Peter pulled that sword and said, oh no, you ain't finna take him up out of here. He whacks Michael's ear off the side of his head. But the storm was going on until they didn't notice Jesus had picked the ear up and put it back on the side of his head. I wonder what was going on in Mr. and Mrs. Malcolm's house when he got home that evening. Dear, you ain't going to believe what happened in the garden tonight. My ear got cut off the side of my head. And, and, and the one we took in custody put it back on. The one I came to kill, the one that I came to do harm to, put it back on the side of my head. And I didn't have stitches. And I can hear out of this ear. This same Peter puts that sword away and, and when they comes in, he takes off. They find him next in, in a place not far. Looking. It's not what you know, but when you know it. Jesus had already told him, this is what you're going to do. He said, uh-uh, not me. <laughs> Maybe some of the rest of these weak-minded men, milk-toast men would do it, but not me. You know me. I'm looking for a fight. These are the people that, listen here. Before some of us got saved, we were looking for somebody just to beat up on. We wasn't picking no fight, but we certainly was not running from no fight. You understand what I'm saying? You can jump out the box over here if you want to. I'm going to finish that. Jack better get back in the box. I don't care what kind of music you playing today. You better stay in that box. And they get over there. And after he done told Peter, he said, before the cock crows three times, you're going to be done denying me. Not me. They came into the garden. They grabbed him up and Peter took off. He left him. Have you ever been with people you didn't think would leave you and they left you? Didn't look back, didn't call you and say, are you okay? Just left you to fend for yourself. And the little girl come out there and say, I, I've seen him. Peter said, mm -mm, no, you don't. Warming himself. No, you don't know me. She got somebody else said, yeah, yeah, yeah. His speech is betraying him. I, I know him. 
Next thing we know, Peter said, you don't blank, blank, blank me, blank, blank, blank me. Remember that little cartoon dog that used to, I didn't know he was cussing. We'd be watching the little cartoon. He was sassafras, Mother said, turn it, the dog is cussing. It's the little dog on TV. You understand what I'm saying? Peter said, I don't know sassafras, whatever he was saying. I don't know. I said, I don't know him. About that time that rooster said, cock-a-doodle-doo. Peter starts twisting and turning. So, oh, it's done happen just like he said it. Just like he said it. And for those of us that have missed the boat and said we don't act like we didn't know him. When we was backed up in the corner counting all these bills and got all this stuff and we got stuff laid out and, and we got more bills than we got money and we got more weak than we have money and we acting like we don't know God and we get to, and we revert back to our old stuff. Maybe I can get a, I can get a, a, a loan over here from the, from the predator loan, predator's loan and maybe I can move this over here. And before you know it, the cock start calling cock-a-doodle-doo and, and he snaps you back and say, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm a tither. I'm a tither. He said, bring all the tithes and the offering into my house, into the storehouse, that there might be meat in my house. He said, then prove me this day and see what I do what I say. I'm going to open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, not them, you, out of blessing. I'm going to give you so much, you ain't going to have nowhere to put all the stuff I'm about to do and give you. Our problem, we think he's going to give us money. When she was sick, when she had that stroke, she didn't need money. She needed a healing. You understand what I'm saying? When Larry was about to snap out, he didn't need everybody on Facebook saying, I don't know. And then, you, let me tell you about it. Sometimes when you have, all the time, when you have done good, People are happy when you fall, particularly family. Oh, they happy when you fall. Oh, let's see what. Oh, so Mr. High and Mighty sitting over there on the hill, house on the hill, and his wife got in, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do the same thing. You get up off your seat or do nothing. Go get a job. Pay your tithes. I don't care how crazy Larry got here. He had sense enough. I better be in church every Sunday. And people holler about drunks and alcoholics coming there, and they said, no, they're twitching. What do you care? This is the place for them to be. You need to be back there sitting next to them. You could be a closet alcoholic for all we know. It's not what you know, it's when you know it. Not what you know, but when did you come to the knowledge of this is right? How many times have we been sincerely wrong? Yes. <laughs> sincerely wrong. And boy, 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 would argue somebody down to the floor and back up again. Oh, I know. I know. That's right. And then the spirit began to deal with you. And, 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 <laughs> and then he said, now you spoke to them kind of harsh there. That wasn't right. You assuming stuff because you've been wounded in this area before. So now you assuming other people is doing that. And that's not the case. That's, that's something going on within you that you need to bring to me and let me fix it. 
Yes, God. Yes. I cannot begin to tell you how many times I've been preaching out and somebody come up saying, you were just preaching right at me and looking right at me. It's a hundred people out there. And when I put these on, I don't see you clear anyway. That's the reason I wear them. I can, I can read this, but I don't see your face clearly. So I don't even know where you were sitting, sir. But if, it found, if the word found you, get healed. Yes. If the word found you, yes. you was meant yes. to be found this day. Yes. Don't turn it away yes. because the word found yes. you. Yes. Yes. Oh, they have to get me. They think they more. No, that's you. That's all that's going right. on the circumference of your little head. That's right. And we find Peter over there. And he goes back to what he knows. He goes back. How many people are sitting at home today that's been wounded in church and so they go back to doing what they do? They said, we're going back to fishing. This I know. This I know. Next thing we know, Jesus finds Paul. He finds him. And Peter now. And he reveals himself to him. He wraps himself around when the boys just wrapped his claw around and just dove in the water. Just start swimming in. The another one, he, he asks Peter. He finally, he said, lovest thou me? More than these things. He said, yes, Lord. He asked him again. He said, lovest thou me more than these things? He said, yes, Lord. Not that he didn't understand what he was asking him. He kept asking him until he got it. It's not what you know, but when you get that aha moment. When he asked him the third time, lovest thou me? More than these things. He began to cry. Not because he had made him sad. But because he had the aha moment. He said, God, you know all things. You know I love you. Then he gave him the instruction. He said, feed my sheep. Peter was looking for him to say, yeah, you ran off and left me. Now I'm finna tag you. But that didn't matter. I need you to come to the realization that I love you. Jesus. Period. Yes. Period. I'm not looking for you to do anything for me. I don't need you performing like a show monkey. I don't need you bringing me gifts. I don't need none of that. I am your gift to you. I love you. Period. That's why we got a lot of women. We got a lot of men in relationships that have nothing to do with God. Because you don't know what love is. You think love is giving you some trinkets. No, that's performance that will give you trinkets. Come on. We, got kids. we ain't got no kids in here. That's not love. Love is pure and undefiled. It's holy. Love does not puff itself up. It not vaunted itself. It, not, it don't keep score. That's what love is. And love so loved us that he gave his only begotten son. Love went to the cross for us. That's what pure love is. And when he began to deal with him, he gave him an assignment. Your assignment might not be what her assignment is. There's things that you can do and say in your family because that's just running. 
she better not try to say that because she go, that's going to be totally out of character for her. And they'll be looking at you now, why did you say that? Oh, you trying to be like running, huh? How many of us have had somebody say, oh, you, oh, somebody else in your family say something? Oh, so now you trying to be so-and-so? No, I'm clear on who I am. You might not be clear, but I, I, I know who I am. But, but you got to stay in your lane and, and do what God has called you to do. In 2 Corinthians 10 and 3, and you can turn to it if you like, but it says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Then he talks about the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. What's the strongholds? The things that have happened through our lives that helped shape us. Some was good, some was bad, and some was just out there. But whatever transpired, once we submit that unto God, it can all be good. It can all be good. What the, what the scriptures say, what the devil meant for evil, God is going to make that into something good. Oh, yeah, they didn't pick me. Oh, yeah, they didn't, I didn't get chosen. Oh, yeah, I didn't get invited to the party. Oh, yeah, they did this. Oh, yeah, they did. And everybody got some oh, yeahs in their life. But when we begin to submit that unto yes, God, yes. that no longer becomes a stronghold That's to it. us. That no longer will make you want to get by yourself because this is exactly what the devil wants to do to you. That is a form of depression. Yes, it is. That is a form of D, that means to go down, uh -huh. press. He going to depress you down. Depression. Press you down until the point where you don't get up you don't comb your hair you don't take care of anything and when somebody calls you say hello uh -huh. That's right. now we got your line are you okay that? yes i am Jesus. and the whole time you sitting there crying uh -huh. you don't eat a box of bonbons uh -huh. you ain't took a bath in two days uh -huh. hair standing over your head looking like woodstock house uh -huh. looking a mess why? Because he has depressed you and he has gathered up all of your attention. All of your focus is on that one thing. Jesus. On that one thing. In my psychology class, they had this thing and it was on a white piece of paper. And they said, what do you see? What do you see? And everybody started saying, I see the Cows, and I'm thinking, there is no cow. It's a white piece of paper. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? But everybody became focused on the one small thing, the dot. And so when she said, what do you see? I said, a white sheet of paper with a black dot in it. She said, you got it. Hey, I got out of there quick, fast, in a hurry. Because that's how we are sometimes. We get so focused on the one small dot until we don't see all the other stuff that's around yes. us. Yes. We can't enjoy where we're at because I'm so busy looking at the one small dot. Right. I can't enjoy everything else because I got my eye focused on the one dot. I can't enjoy what I have because I got my eye on the one dot. Depression. He said, this becomes a 
stronghold. And when we use our mouth to tell the devil, oh, yeah, I might have opened the door or let it crack and let you in. Oh, you've been here, but you're coming out today. And you're leaving, and, and, and you're not going just anywhere. I'm sending you to outer darkness. And for those, you cannot send the devil to hell because there's a time and a space for him to go. But you can send him to outer darkness. You got to do it correctly. And I'm replacing this with the mind of Christ. Because this is no longer a stronghold. A stronghold is something that's holding strong unto you. Unto you. Pulling down the stronghold. Casting down. He keeps talking about throwing stuff down. He, you pull it down. Now I want to cast it down. Cast it down. Imaginations. Casting down imagination. Root word for imagination is image. You done sung that song so long till you got to image it in your head and it's a running movie. He said you got to get that image out of your head. Casting down imagination that's in your head. Imagination. imaginations and we say imagine that imagine that it's the opposite listen here the devil will give you everything opposite of what God said he's using imagination God is using vision but each one of them you get to see it each one you get to see it you choose which one you want to look at I choose to look at the vision I choose the vision instead of the image That's going to make us run with it. And whoever going to come by going to be able to read it. And every high thing that exalted itself against knowledge. Ha! That exalted itself against knowledge. Every high thing. We have demons and things in wicked places. In high places. Wicked people in high places. In hot, let's read it again. That exalted itself. Look at the language that he's using. That's a word for God. He, in, in Psalms, he said, Let us extol him. Let us exalt means to lift high, to put up high above everything else. So we got wicked things that have exalted itself above us, but it's never going above God. Whether you know it or not, it's not what you know, but when you know it. That exalted itself against the knowledge of God. That exalted itself against the knowledge of God. He said, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is the word of God. What he's really saying, these things in wicked places have been gone to themselves so that you will never get to know God because he is the word. In the beginning was the word and the word was made flesh and he dwelled with us. So if I can exalt this above that so you never get to know him. Because everything goes on in the mind. The mind is the control center. The mind will tell you if it's going to work today. The mind will tell you if it's going to shut down today. So if I can exalt this and, and get you to believing the negative things that have exalted itself against the knowledge of God, 
Because he said, by his stripes, I'm already healed. So the word said, I'm already healed. But if I can keep you from walking in the healing, if I got to creep along, my knee going to still get, how do I care where I get there as long as I get there? So what if you get up on, in the morning and you got to sit on the side of the bed five minutes? I'm, I'm still getting up. Don't get so caught up on the dot. Exalted itself against the knowledge of God. And then he said, and bring into captivity. Listen here. For somebody to be captive, that's got to be a war. So you've all, listen here. He said, bring it into captivity. So the war has already been won. You just got to bring it into captivity. You're not going to sit here every year same time and bring me down. Come on now. You are not going to just wander every year. I can't do Mother's Day because my mother passed. When my mother's in heaven, I choose to rejoice. I choose to rejoice. Can't do Father's Day because my father the past. Well, guess what, devil? My father's in heaven and I choose to rejoice. Can't celebrate May. That's my sister's month. She died and that's her birthday. Well, guess what, devil? I choose to celebrate. She's in heaven. We don't have for 12 months, so just pick something. He'll tag you with it. It's in your mouth. It's in your mouth. You choose to be happy. Yes. I remember I was whining and sniveling about something about five or ten years ago or longer, and the spirit came to say, you choose to be happy. This is a conscious decision you make. Nobody makes you sad. No one, no thing, no thing, nothing. You choose. You choose. Sometimes you don't feel like laughing. What's that mountains commercial says, someday I feel like a nut. No, I'm enjoying whatever it is. Someday you feel like a nut. You better get you some candy and put it in your mouth. Some days you can't get yourself together to do that, you know. Get you some movies. Do something. He said, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. A merry heart and say it's good for your neighbor because that's where all your nutrients come from. Get you some old movies. We had a pastor at home have, his, have watched his wife die from cancer and less than six weeks later they had diagnosed him with that. Jesus. He said, I got me some movies and I went in my room and I put that scripture everywhere I could. He said, I covered up my mirror so I couldn't see what I look like. He said, I began to speak to my bones. He said, I put those movies on. He said, I laugh myself to health. You hear me? Still living. Still living. From the fourth stage of cancer, still living. Because he took the word literally. Literally. I went and got this dress, this suit I had had, and saran wrap olive oil and straw to me getting in the oven I was, there was no way I was going to get in that dress I'm just telling the truth without looking like a chili pepper sitting on a, le- a lettuce leaf it just wasn't going to happen and I, t- I got see you got to have somebody that's going to hold you accountable yeah. I said 
And I ever come touch and agree with me. I'm sitting this, I hung it in the closet. So every time that I open that door, I can see it. Two years went by, that dress was still singing there. Another year went by. Then God gave her a word. But the word was really for me. You understand what I'm saying? I ended up down at David Carr. Now I had to give the dress away because it's too big. You understand what I'm saying? I had to give the dress away because it was too big. You understand? Because I literally took the word. What I say. What I say. Has power in it. Why? Because we are created like him in the image of him. And every he thing he did, he spoke it. He said it. Then he gives us that same power to speak it into existence. But sometimes we are like the timid warrior. And for y'all that ain't coming to Sunday school, you're doing yourself a good uh, disservice. I'm telling you, she's slicing and dicing. We creeping out here every Sunday. The timid warrior talking about Gideon. They begin to speak what he didn't see or couldn't see. And he began to give excuses why he couldn't do what was spoken over him. He said, I'm the least of our tribe. And, and it's more tribe. What he was saying, there's some other folks, go get them. But the angel kept standing there and said, this is what you're going to do. Oh, mighty man of valor. They talking to me. I'm talking to you, Sunday school superintendent. I'm talking to you, preacher. I'm talking to you, preacher. I'm talking to you, preacher. I'm talking to you, psalmist. But I don't seem like Minister Duncan. That's what, you know why? You're not Minister Duncan. That's right. That voice is already taken. He wants you. That becomes a weapon. And how many times you, you've, everything that you have in you now, it was in the other church where you was at. And they didn't see it. Or they saw it or didn't, didn't acknowledge it. Because have you ever went past somebody and you know they saw you and didn't acknowledge you? And then you make them speak. Oh, I didn't see you. Liar. What the, what the grandkids say, liar, liar, pants on fire. Hanging from a telephone wire, yes. <laughs> See, I didn't hear that part. <laughs> he said, bring it into captivity every thought yes. to the yes. obedience yes. of Christ. Yes. Every thought. Jesus. When that voice tell you when everybody is gone, yeah. you're going to snap out. Come on. I'm snapped back in then by the blood of Jesus. You understand? Just like that. How do I do bring that into obedience of Christ? I begin to search the scriptures and see what the scripture says about me. Oh, you're going to die from that. No. Oh, see, certain things, we jump right on it. The devil is a lie, ugly lie, too. I'm not going out of here. Oh, some things, we just jump. Oh, your baby going to be like, the devil is a lie. When we start calling people, ta- ta- loose here. But we begin to give the word of God. That's how we bring it into obedience. He said, with long life, he's going to satisfy me. He said, with long life. Now listen to what he said. He said, with long life. And, and, and stop repeating when people say, tomorrow is not promised. The devil is a lie. He said, he's going to give us three, four, and ten. That's 60 years. So I'm guaranteed 60 years. You understand what I'm saying? Don't lie. Tomorrow, okay, stop shorting, cutting yourself short. Tomorrow is not. I don't know about you, but it's promised to me. 
If you don't want it, I'm taking mine. What Terry tell James? You gonna turn my hand loose? You going? You going by yourself? You're not. I'm not going with you. He said, "With long life, I'm going to satisfy you, and if there be mercies, unmerited favor, I'm gonna give you some more." Now let's back back to that. To let's 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 look at this scripture. He said, "With long life, we got that. Will I satisfy?" Keyword satisfied you have to be satisfied with the life that you're living now if you're not satisfied with it go to him in prayer say you said with long life you're going to satisfy me i'm not satisfied with this life i don't like being sick i don't want to be broke i don't want my household in a turmoil all the time I don't want my children outside the will of God. You begin to speak what he, the promises of God said they are. It's in the book. Whatever you're going to do, get in here and find it and begin to repeat that back to God. It's not that he don't know what he said because he is the word. It's for you to get it. Remind him. He said with long life, he's going to satisfy you. Then he said, for this cause came I into the world, that you might have life and that more abundant. So I want that abundant life that you're talking about. I don't know what it all entails, but I, want, I choose abundant life to destroy the works of the devil. In every negative thing, everything, some I called, some I didn't call, some was just life itself. I surrender that to you this day. Whatever has my heart. In Revelations, he, it, it, the book, he said, if in 1 John 3, he said, if your heart condemns you, he said, I'm greater than your heart. If some stuff have happened to you and it has your heart, he said, I'm greater than your heart. I can fix that. But you got to let me fix it. You got to let me have it and begin to repeat back to him until it gets into you. Yeah. This is what God said I can have. And I'm not settling. I'm not making do anymore because God said I can have this. It's not what you know, but when you know it and what you do with the knowledge when you get it. What are you going to do with the knowledge that you got today? Because knowledge is power. Knowledge is deliverance. They have on every pack of cigarettes. This will kill you. This cause cancer. There's going to be somebody going to light up anyway. Because the warning is there. We talked about it this morning in Sunday school about expiration dates. Now, Shani is the expiration queen. She's going to look at every expiration. I don't care if it costs $400. If it's one minute over there, nah, that's going in the trash. It's, she, she, why? Because it has expired. You understand what I'm saying? But I want you to know there's, this, there's no expiration date on this. When you come to the knowledge, walk therein. When you come to the knowledge, leave other folk alone. When you come to the knowledge, that's what he told Peter. Now that you've strengthened, he said, go back and get your brother. Because right. if you missed it and you was walking with me three years, 
in the privacy and the confines of us and you missed it, go back and get somebody else. Strengthen your brother. Strengthen your brother. Strengthen him. Because God has called you to long life. He's called you to a better life. And when you get that little piece down, go to the next. God, now what do you want me to do now? Go to the next. Don't see what you see. See what you're asking for. For those that believe in God for furniture, start going in your house. God, you, you done outdid yourself. Where did you get this from? I do it all the time. Everything I got in my house, that's how I got it. And did not pay a full price for it. Absolutely everything sitting in my house. God granted it to me. And some things, it was just so ridiculously priced. I was just scared for a whole week. They're going to call and say, oh, we done made a mistake. You got to bring the other money back. <laughs> you know how when you get the blessing, you just take off. When the little sell me, you want to say, no, I, no, I don't want to see nothing else. Let me get out of here now before you come to your senses. I, I got what I came for. Let's go. It's not what you know. But when you know what you know and what you'll do with the knowledge, let us pray. Father, how we bless you. How we thank you. Father, we thank you for deliverance have come to this house today. We thank you for deliverance that have come to this earthly house today. We thank you that deliverance have come to our families, our place of work, our place of worship, in our mind, body, and soul. Father, we thank you that no weapon formed against us. Don't care when the weapon was formed, how long it's been used, and how it got there. We thank you, oh God, that this weapon will not prosper. No, it will not prosper. Father, we thank you that you are not like man, that you should lie. Father, we thank you for deliverance today. Now, Father, individually bless us according to your love and kindness. Then bless us corporately according to your love and kindness. Father, we ask that whatever hindrance it has been destroyed today, not removed but destroyed and never to return, we speak to every heart every muscle, every vein, every ligament, every tissue, and command it to beat according to the word of God. We cleanse the blood today. Every red blood cell, every white blood cell is doing exactly what it's supposed to do. We bind up sleep apnea in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We bind up mental fog in the name of Jesus. We bind up strokes in the name of Jesus. We bind up bad knees, bad ankles, bad feet, back in the name of Jesus. And we lose total healing. We bind up every addiction, whatever form you come in, and we lose abstinence in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We bind up unforgiveness and we lose forgiveness. We bind up hate and we lose love in the name of Jesus. My God, my God, ah, hallelujah. We bind up wrong thinking and loose the mind of Christ in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We lose compassion. We're too impatient with people. We lose compassion in the name of Jesus. 
bless your people today. Bless other churches that are standing open in your name. Bless the churches that don't know you and think they're doing the right thing. God, let the Holy Ghost invade them today. Hallelujah. Bless our nation today. Bless our, bless our nation. Bless our president today. Bless the Senate today, God. Bless Israel today. Bless the Springfield, Missouri. This is You say if the righteous will rise up and bless the city, it shall be blessed. So we bless Springfield and all of the surrounding towns. We bless today in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, do what only you can do. Let us see the fruition of the fruits of our mouth this day. And Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. to myself I'm going to tell your husband on you but then the spirit hit me and said I already told him she preached down the pile I heard the spirit say I already told him he's sitting in the chair and right now just skinning and grinning knowing she took care what thus said the Lord you know, I, Minister Veronica is going to read the faith declaration, but I, I want to, because so much in that message, Mother, was about love. Was about love. You know, years ago, a girl wrote a crazy song. She said, what's love got to do with it? But right after she wrote that, Frankie Beverly said, love is the key. Love is the key. It's the key. Have you ever wondered why they talk about love in the Bible more than they talk about anything else? Have you ever wondered? Because it's the key. Oh, the word had already been preached, but it's the key. Love is the key. And, 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 and after I, I preached a message one time on love, and I found out that love is the ultimate expression of God's loyalty, purity, and mercy extended toward his people. Anybody ever felt when you was in trouble and all of a sudden mercy taps you on the back? That was God expressing his mercy towards you. Love is the key. Come on, Minister Veronica. 
his name. It's a good day. Hallelujah. How they used to say she done preached me happy. <laughs> That's what mama them used to say. I, could, I thought I was going to jump out my chair. It was so good. I thank the Lord because all week, what pastor preached, that's what he been saying to me all week. Speak it out of your mouth all week. Those exact words he been saying all week. I'm going to share real quick and I'm going to sit down. I experienced, uh, it's around Monday or Tuesday, I was going through uh, with that allergy thing. And uh, I was on the side of the bed. And I didn't have strength to go look for my different pump that I needed. And the air wasn't coming through. And I'm just like, man, I, do I have to go to ER? This ain't, you know, ain't nobody feeling me right here. It ain't working. So I'm asking Alicia. She in there doing something else with her music or whatever. And she didn't want to do it. And I said, I was on the phone with Marisha. And I said, Alicia, I can't do it. I can't even get up to find it. I need you to help me. She didn't want to do it. And then, you know, when you get that mad in you, <laughs> you're going to jump up and do it anyway. You're going to take care of myself now. Don't kick me when I'm down because I'm going to get up. You know, I crawl over there and get it. But I thank God that his word, that's exactly what he been telling me all week. We ain't saying that the symptoms ain't there. We ain't saying that this ain't happening. But what did I say? He said, when I went on that cross, I bore your sickness. I carried the disease. When I took them 39 stripes, I covered everything that could attack you. So, so when I stood on the, sat on the side of the bed, and I felt like it just, something in my throat just, and I began to rock saying, you know, Lord, don't let me miss the mob. Should I get out here and go to the mercy room? And man said, I don't feel like sitting in the mercy room. And so I say, you bore my sickness. I begin to just speak the word. I just begin to just speak the word. I and Marisha ain't said nothing. She on the phone. She ain't respond. Just speaking the word. Speaking the word. You said it, Lord. You said you're going to do it. And I begin to just feel all right. And I just think today, God is saying, speak it. I'm telling you. And then, you know, sometimes we miss. God said to me a few weeks ago, Tonka, go and say. And I didn't mention it to Pastor. Before we leave service, I want somebody to speak over the people. Every time you're in service. See, this is things you used to do. But because different situations that have been sent to hinder you, you done missed the mark. You done fell off. It was prophesied to me young that you're going to praise and worship God in big audience and people going to be slayed in the spirit. Well, if the, if the Lord said he going to do that, why wouldn't the enemy try to stop me? Why would the enemy, I can't even hit a note. And I used to be, hey, holler and praise the Lord for hours. Sometimes, but I still do it. I moan. Sister Glenda, thank you, Lord. Sister Kim got up and said, I said, I'm going to just get in every once in a while when I can. Every once in a while. But I thank the Lord today because Pastor got up and she bind, came against every spirit and she spoke over the people. And don't think it's just words being said. Because when his word go out, it's going to accomplish everything that is sent out. And God sent you here today, little sweetie. He sent you here because he gave you some answers. Because you've been wondering... I ain't going to say a whole lot of stuff, but you've been wondering. You looking for love, but it's in the wrong place. God got everything that you need. 
He gonna love you like no other. He gonna love you like no other. All he wants you to do is get to know him. See, he know all about you, but he wants you to get to know him. And it ain't the things that you do or what you don't do or where you fell off or what you didn't, where you missed the mark. He loves you in spite of all of that. He wants you to get to know him. All you got to do is just start talking to him. Sometimes we say, well, what, what language do we speak in? Just talk to him. He can understand any language. He can understand. He know about it already. He know what your desire is. He know what you're looking for. He know what you missed when you was in the womb. He knows all about it. Today is your day. Move that hair over just a little bit. Let me see your face. Just a little bit. Say, there it is. There it is. I can see in you the glory of the Lord. Come here. Just one second. off your little stock here once in a while. Your little check. <laughs> check in the mail. Gifts and surpluses. Finding money for money coming to me now. Debt cancellation. He wiping it all out talking. Wiping it all out talking. <laughs> I done guess so. Stop asking me about that old bill. It ain't paid yet. Keep watching. Okay, blessings and increase. I live in the overflow, in the abundance, in the increase. My harvest is now. My season is now. And it's in Jesus' name. And let the church say amen. 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 
Out of 2 Corinthians 9 and 7, you must believe that uh, what he said in his word to be so. Amen? Amen. 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 I uh, just want to say real quick, uh, keep uh, Terry in, in prayer. She just texted me and uh, said she, they are back on the highway from Dallas, headed here to Springfield. So just keep her in prayer that uh, God will show favor and traveling mercy up on them, you know. Uh it's, it's the time of the service where, you know, we all can participate, get involved. If you ain't already been there, wasn't the word awesome today, though, y'all? Amen. 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 I, I, I mean, we, we, we didn't have no 10,000 people in here. But, but you know, my, my Bible tells me that God can take a little and do a lot. Amen. And, and, and you know, I, I definitely felt his presence in here today. Amen. Amen. So don't don't go to thinking because it ain't a massive crowd in here that the spirit of the living God is not upon us. Amen. Amen. Is my ushers in play? Oh, oh God. I just looked straight ahead. She she ain't giving me the. <laughs> Come on, ushers. Go ahead and do what you do. You know, it's tithes and offering time. Uh, the uh, ushers will definitely get it for you. If you need an envelope, raise your hand. 